Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Reviews from the Clubhouse. As always, brought to you by Clubhouse Films. We are your hosts, Chance McDuffie and um... Spock. Oh. I'm Spock this week. Sweet. Hey, does that make me Kirk? Can I be Kirk? I guess. I want to be Kirk. Never mind. I'm Kirk. No, you can be Kirk. I'll be Spock. Okay, cool. I like Spock more anyway. Great. All right, we're back, baby. It's, what is it? It's June 17th, Wednesday. We just said it on the practice. Yeah. I Well, I had to look <laughs> at my, I have it written down here, so luckily I can read. Kinda. Good for you. Um, I can't read yet. Yeah, so first week back since yep. I was gone. And Chance, how was your vacay gone crazy? It was Craig, fucking right? beautiful, mate. It was fucking glorious. <laughs> Tell I, me about it. Tell us a, about it. Took a, what happened? Took a dip in the ocean. I fucked my toe up. Did you skinny dip? Uh, No. But oh. um, but you hurt your toe. I went parasailing. <laughs> Funny story. It was <laughs> it was kind of oh, not fun. It the was, parasailing? but it wasn't. Yeah. So I went that. with my wife and my sister in law, uh-huh. and we were on the boat, right to you know go out. Sure. So first off, we get on these banana boats, and they take us out to uh, the speedboat to parasail. Right. So we got to hold on to this banana boat. And the guy that's driving the jet ski that we're hooked to, he's like, he's fucking, he just doesn't care. Like, these waves that are coming in are pretty rough. And there was, like, we had to straddle this banana boat and, like, hold the strap in the middle. So, like, we hit one wave so hard that I came up off the banana boat <laughs> and my, my face went straight into my sister-in-law's back. And, like, she was the only thing that kept me from falling off. But uh, we finally oh get out God. to the boat. Yeah, we finally get out to the boat. And it's a little choppy obviously and uh my wife starts to get motion sickness and we she's like i'm fine i'm fine so we get up in the air and she's like i'm gonna puke and i'm like no, no way and i'm in the, the middle so she's on my right and my sister-in-law's on my left and my wife just pukes and my sister-in-law's like Hugh. i'm like oh my god Did i'm in the middle like everyone this embarrassing I'm like, story I'm like i'm in the middle of these two motherfuckers and they're <laughs> puking and i'm in the air i'm like 30 feet in the air above the water but uh now, are you one of the people who, like, if you see someone throwing up, you're going to throw up and dry heave, too? It depends. Like, <laughs> sometimes. At that moment, I was fine. Okay. But, um, I don't know. I think being up in the in the air with the breeze kind of helped. helped. Yeah. But uh, it was oh really bad. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was just in the middle. I'm like, oh, Jesus Christ. I don't think I have a story like that, but I always have the fear of, like, flying on a plane. Because I used to fly a lot when I was younger, and, and like sitting next to someone and they're throwing up like into their docky bag. Now then I would, I'd, I'd throw up, but I don't have anything like that. Other than that, it was nice that we had a nice, uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice Airbnb. No, we're about like a, that, other than it was the a five minute walk to the beach and, uh, yeah, it's great. We went to this like five star restaurant. Can't remember the name of the place, but you were um, probably shit faced. I, well, <laughs> I was really sick that day. Oh, um, oh, that's right. Yeah. You told yeah. me about that. And, uh, I got, an oven roasted duck, and it came with like some some sausage Sounds made out of like awesome. boar or some shit like that. Yeah, it was pretty fancy. fancy never had fancy. never had duck before. I don't think. really. Yeah, I made duck for Thanksgiving last year. Where was I? I don't know. Isn't that around your birthday, or is that Christmas? Thanksgiving. That's Christmas. Yeah. Hmm. Thanks yeah. for knowing, asshole. When's my birthday, Logan? June. Don't tell 2nd. anybody. I don't want them to know. Oh, okay. No, I'm kidding. It's all over my <laughs> social medias. <laughs> But no, you're wrong. Yeah, I know. <laughs> um, so, I mean, you know. Oh, speaking of social media, guys, check us out. Yeah. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Twitter. I don't run Did the I social Facebook? media 
thing because I don't I don't really have too much of a social media presence. Mm. In fact, it's almost non-existent whatsoever. I mean, neither do I. I like things, but yeah, I don't but post you, very much. That's true, but you're like, like I didn't get an Instagram really until this year. Start, Funny like, story. When I first got an iPhone in like high school, yeah. one of my friends took my phone from me. He's like, you have an iPhone. You have to have an Instagram. And he made me an Instagram. Oh, how sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I don't talk to that guy anymore, oh. but... He might be dead. He's fucking dead, oh mate. Oh my god, he's might be terrible. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I'm sure he's not dead. I'm sure somebody would have told me if he was dead. Quite Let's sure. Hope not. Random guy from Chances High School. If you're out there, you know who you are. You know who you are. <laughs> uh, Anyways, yeah. So. We've got two weeks worth of news to cover, so let's get. Not no, really. I, I didn't now. really write down <laughs> yeah. a whole bunch of stuff because I didn't feel like talking about a whole bunch of yeah, stuff. Yes, yeah, I'm sure um, a ton of stuff happened. First bit of news that was pretty cool. Uh, we got a new Wolfman movie coming from Universal. Ooh, do we really? Yeah. So uh, you think this one's actually going to be good? Like this set of DC dark universe movie is going to be good? Well, Invisible Man did well, right? Which is why I think um, this so if project's they moving the forward. Same, yeah. So. Yeah. Ryan Gosling actually went to Universal and pitched this, and uh, he's actually going to be playing the Wolfman. And uh, have you ever seen Nightcrawler with Jake Gyllenhaal? Yes, I so love that. So apparently, movie. this movie is going to be a modern day take wow, on the Wolfman cool. in the vein of Nightcrawler. So um, I like that. Um, Lauren Schmucker—I don't know how to say her name. Lauren <laughs> Lauren Shucker Blum. So Jason Blum, his wife, oh, is okay. uh, pinned to write the screenplay. Is that like Blumhouse, Blumhouse films, films? or productions, productions or whatever. One yeah. of the two, they're yeah. they're the ones who made um, the Invisible Man and okay, yeah. I'm sure you've seen their logo. It's like the the it's it's so weird. It's like the possessed girl that looks like the chick from the Ring, and she's standing in the corner and there's like a chair spinning around, and then you hear <laughs> someone go, <sighs> and then the the chair just spins and it says Blumhouse. <laughs> yeah, it's the weirdest shit, but. I'm sure you've seen it. Oh my god, that's hilarious. Um, but yeah, that sounds pretty cool. I mean, yeah. I like Ryan Gosling, and it's interesting because we were talking about this the other day uh, on one of the shows, I can't remember, but about how Gosling's kind of grown on me because he's been hitting like every genre, yeah. it seems. He's been working. And now he's getting in the in the horror vein with Wolfman. I yeah, actually like different. Wolfman. Yeah. But I don't know anything about Wolfman. I only know about I know um, what's the he, moss he guy. Into a wolf. The uh, the the guy who's the swamp thing, swamp thing, mm. because the TV show, the day that the first episode premiered, it got but canceled. That's, that's DC though. Is this not DC? No, Universal Monsters. Oh, We're talking about like Dracula right. and the oh Mummy yeah, that's true. Oh, so totally Man. different playing fields. Okay, yeah. so I know so, absolutely nothing. <laughs> so uh, I'm curious about the rating for this because if uh, I can't remember it was. Mm. I think the Invisible Man, Man was, was R. R yeah. I think. I think but so. You should Let's check that out. out. It's really good. Um, I still haven't seen that yet. Yeah, it's really good though. I probably uh, will. At some and point. if it's, I mean, if they keep the same, you know, criteria that they kept for the Invisible Man. I mean, they made that movie for seven million dollars, and then it made over a hundred million. So, yeah, just, it made one hundred and twenty-six. Yeah, mil. so just keep keep on keeping on. It is rated R, by the Blumhouse. way. House. Yeah, it's really good. I recommend that. But <clears> next <throat> bit of news. Uh, so the Academy Awards have announced that the ninety-third uh, Academy Awards will be moved from February next year to April. So wow, gonna, yeah, that's so a pretty big deal. Pushing it to April 25th. Yeah, is that because um, of the coronavirus? Yeah, because yeah. there's like no movies. Yep. <laughs> Fucking, what's that one? The Blood Spot or Blood Sport, whatever that was. That, Bloodshot. Yeah, did that come out this year? Yeah. It's probably going to get a best picture so. nomination. If it fucking does, I, I yeah, will no jump off way. this roof. If, first of all, <laughs> if 
Avengers Endgame could right. only get one Academy Award nomination for visual right. effects and didn't win. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, that is but, crazy right there. But um, I do you watch the Academy Awards? Um, I want to say yes. I've, but probably no. Um, I watch the Oscars. I, I mean, I pay attention to like like the next day after so I can skim mm-hmm. through and, and find out like the important things that happen. But no, I don't really make an evening of it and sit down and watch them. See, Same ever for since the Oscars, I was a kid, though. I've loved watching the Oscars. It's, I mean, it's fun. Just They're, sitting it's, up and it's just, you know, just all the glitz and glamour and just Hollywood, and just, you know, the facade. Mm-hmm. It's it's fun to, to indulge in that for, for one night a year. You know what I mean? Um, just from, my living room but the older i get you know i have jobs so i haven't been able to watch them in the past like maybe three years but poor baby yeah i know poor me i can't stay up and watch the academy awards until sunday night but um yeah i'm very curious as to because well when you really think about it though most of the most of the like heavy hitter like academy award movies don't usually come out till later in the year yeah like usually around like november is when those movies start to come out so but, that they um, can like all the oscar yeah. bait is usually at the, like later in the year so, that so they can get nominated i'm curious as to how much this is going to get affected i mean obviously they had to push they had to push the awards back because right. like the entire industry just stopped yeah for like three and a half months just like you know the rest of the world but, but everything is now starting to slowly pick back up and yeah. I, I think, think uh, i read jurassic somewhere Park that Jurassic, just, yeah, jurassic world was the first like big blockbuster to, they, to pick up filming. They added a five million dollar contingency plan um, that is like, hey, here's what a safe set is gonna look like. They ordered like a hundred and twenty five thousand like hand sanitizer stations around everywhere, and and there's new social distancing guidelines for on set and stuff like that. So, yeah, it'll be really interesting to see what happens and see well, what 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 everything looks like going forward. Well. Hopefully, uh, whatever my career path is by right. April of next year, hopefully I can actually watch it. And yeah, and like thankfully, like I've said before, we're still in like the indie film world, so we don't have a two hundred person crew or anything like that. We barely so, have a two person, crew. right? <laughs> no, that's not true. Yeah, you're it's right. Pretty we true. Have Obi. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we got Obi. Okay, for the podcast, yeah, we have a two person crew. Yeah, uh, Tom, how's the editing coming along for this episode? Oh wait, we don't have one. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Next bit of news, uh, Tenet. Tenet has Tenet. officially been, the release date has officially been pushed back yeah. by two weeks. <laughs> Doesn't uh, really surprise me. Yeah, so they were holding out strong. Christopher Nolan and mm-hmm. uh, and Warner Brothers were holding out strong. They wanted this to be like the the first big blockbuster movie to reopen after all this shite in the world. And uh, the original release date was July 17th. They got pushed to July 31st. Yeah. Really not that big of a deal. Um, yeah, it's not Just too two weeks. Yeah. Uh, but with that being said, we were going to do, um, sorry to cut you off. We were going to do like Christopher a, Nolan films, a Nolan thon. Yeah. just going to watch all of his movies, but now we've got some extra time and a couple extra weeks. Yeah. So, but that um, will be coming. Speaking of that. Uh, so inception is getting a re-release and, uh, it's getting re-released on July 17th. So tenants old release oh, date. Cool. So yeah, they're re-releasing that to hype up, um, uh, I don't think I saw Inception in I saw theaters Inception twice. Did you really? I didn't understand it both times. <laughs> <laughs> do you still? Do you understand it now? Yeah, yeah. but because what that movie came out like what twenty ten? I think yeah. Yeah. So 
We were younger men. Yeah, then. I'm oh, like, I don't know gosh. what's happening in this movie, but I can tell ten years that it's ago, made by right. an auteur. What were we doing ten years ago? We were in high school. Yeah, yeah. yeah who fucking Nothing. knows, dude? I could barely remember last week. <laughs> no, I was talking to somebody I was on the trip with, and like we were talking about Sunday at the beach house. Yep. And I'm like, what do we do? I was like, yeah, we were hanging out, and then we we did something. He's like, I don't remember. I'm like, damn, that's bad. <laughs> that was just last week. But yeah, consistently, I have to ask Lacrista how old I am because I keep forgetting. my wife does that. She's yeah. like, how old are we? I'm like, yeah. what do you mean? I can you don't know how old you are. Nope. It's insane. Age is just a construct, man. I mean, we are fifth dimensional beings. Oh so. my god! If we what is to, time? Uh, all right. So Chance's <laughs> new thing is now saying fifth dimensional beings, and he calls everyone player. So player. we've got to get him to stop saying you, you that. Know, you know what players don't do? Play. Exactly. So Next listen, our thousands of fans. <laughs> <laughs> I want to petition to get him to shut the fuck up about those two things. Shit, can't hold a player down. <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So tenant new release date July thirty first. I'm going to be there. We should see Inception July 17th together. If we oh, no. In IMAX. Wait, oh, wait. Actually, no. We should see it in Dolby. Um, I don't know if I'll be here. I'm getting married on July 4th and oh, we're yeah, going yeah, yeah. away. Congratulations. Thank you. Uh, you already knew that. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> You're going to be there. So, but <laughs> I? I? Yeah. Oh, okay. I mean, well, I'm a fifth dimensional being. Black tie optional, so. so I'm ignoring what you say now. <laughs> fifth dimensional being, so I mean, who knows where I'll be at the time, but <laughs> I might be physically everywhere. be there. <laughs> God. Next bit of news. <laughs> Wonder Woman, 1984. So, uh... The movie has been officially moved again. This is its fourth release date. Good. Maybe it'll give me time to see the first Wonder Woman because I still haven't seen it yet. It's all right. Um, I heard it's like really good. The third act is where it falls apart for me. I feel like the rest of the movie was made by somebody different. I could tell that the studio told Patty Jenkins to like put in lightning and explosions mm. and your, your stereotypical like giant gray CGI bad guy. You know what I mean? Because you're thinking she didn't want to do that. She wanted to take it a different route. It just it doesn't it doesn't feel like it doesn't mesh with the other two acts. Like the other two, I don't know. It just doesn't I, doesn't. I it's not a cohesive. I do blend. love like the Wonder Woman song. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, that's really good. But um, so it got pushed uh, a little under six weeks from its original release date. It was supposed to come out. Uh, in August of this year. Now I got pushed to October 2nd. So its first original release date was November of last year. And then it got moved to June of this year. And then it got moved to, uh, mooned. It got moved to August of this year. That'd be now, a problem if it was getting now mooned. It's a, <laughs> uh, now it's coming out October of this year. So I, I don't know. I, I don't know, man. Maybe it'll be spooky themed. I don't now. know if I'm super excited about this movie. Like, yeah, I, I can't say it. that I am. I will but, see it. Don't get me wrong. I liked Wonder Woman. I think I've only actually watched it, sat down and watched it all the way through like once. But hmm. um, it's not a bad movie. We should review the DC movies. Just kidding. We already have. Did we? No, I think we so. Didn't. We did Marvel. I think we did the DC movies. Why did I watch them all in a week? No way. We didn't do Batman vs. Superman. We didn't do Man of Steel. Wasn't Ben on that for that episode? Those are the MCU movies. I know, but I thought we... All right. I'm going back. Continue um, with the news. Uh, but yeah, uh, Pedro Pascal is the uh, the villain for uh, for Wonder Woman. Pedro Pascal. Um, he plays uh, Oberyn Martel in Ooh. Game of Thrones season four. Oh yeah, and he's also uh, the voice of the Mandalorian. Wait, Pedro Pascal is in Game of Thrones? Yeah, what? he's he's Oberyn Martel. Okay, well. <laughs> the Viper. Wait, Prince of who Dor. is he? 
Who was he in Game of Thrones? Oberyn Martell. One more time. From Dorne. <laughs> um, I love Pedro Pesco. You know, I I, I haven't seen Narcos because that's kind of where he got like super big. Yeah. I think. And yeah. Then, like, and then he kind of just. He's really good in that. Yeah. It's a great performance. You know, it's crazy. The Mandalorian, uh, you know, like over 80% of that is not him. It's a stunt man. He don't, just, he I don't just, doubt yeah. it. Yeah. Like, I guess, uh, what's her name? Bryce Dallas Howard, her episode, I think it was episode, whichever one was, had the giant ATAT. And uh, I'm sorry, I have to get off track. Do you say at at or ATAT? Oh, I say ATAT. I fucking I think can't you're stand weird. that. It's an at at. Yeah, Shut your ass up. It's ATAT. Anyway, um, that episode. Because it's a hyphenated, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's an abbreviation. abbreviation. Yeah. yeah. I mean, but what do I know? <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah, let's call up Lucas right now. Hang on, give me a sec. But you're <laughs> he right. Probably we didn't, I guess, either. Yeah, uh, <laughs> you know what? Like, yeah, it's whatever you want. We did um, not do the DC movies. We should do those. I lost my train of thought. We're talking about Bryce Dallas Howard. Oh uh, yes, she was I saying remember. for the episode that she directed, uh, yeah. she didn't even meet Pedro Pesco. Like he Aww, was, what a he shame. was. This dude was on Broadway rehearsing his play. So he literally was in one place. He would show up in a sound booth and record his lines, and then that was it. So, do you think for like season two, he's like going to be more present in it because of probably not. If we if we don't see him without his helmet, I doubt it. <coughs> My God, bless you. This <laughs> cough. Same. Yeah, you're, you're probably right though. Um, if we don't see him without his helmet, yeah, he probably won't be in it. Sorry, my dog might bark. There's somebody jogging. Oh yeah, no, she's, she's just, just so nosy. Anyway, uh, Wonder Woman. October. Anyway, next bit of news. Speaking of Star Wars, Star Wars Celebration yep. has officially been canceled until 2022. We were going to go this year and everything, so. You? Yeah. Um, no, you and me. Shit, player. I don't have the money for that. God. <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, player. You're, you're probably I'm right, running player. a podcast out of my spare room. Studio chance. Well, you gotta. You said studio last time. I, did, I said I? spare room. You gotta keep it. Consistent. It's the spare room studio. Yeah, I mean, I don't know what else. Which, what more to say? It's been Nothing. canceled. Canceled for the next two years. Womp, womp, but womp. what do you think about it? We're not really gonna be getting very much new Star Wars content in the next two years, anyway. Other than the Mandalorian. I mean, yeah, there have been a few movies and a few big names. I think like they announced some books and stuff. Like, yeah, but all these new movies, like yeah. the Taika Waititi movie, the the Kevin Feige movie, those won't be happening for another two or three years anyway. So yeah, that's depressing. Yeah, there's they did just announce a new game. I used to play this game like when I was younger because it's kind of like a remake. Um, yeah, it's like it's like Rogue Squadron. So the guy who was Wedge. He's uh, Ewan McGregor's uh, yeah, his uncle. uncle. He's gonna be in. This. You know, he told him not to do. I know. Uh, almost said Lord of the Rings, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. And next bit of news. So, did you see? I talked about this a couple weeks ago. The King Kong movie. Yeah. Kong or no Godzilla? Excuse me. Godzilla. Godzilla, King of the Monsters. I haven't seen it. So, it's not very good. But the sequel to that is Kong versus Godzilla, and um, that's already been made. Yeah, it was. It was shot. They were shooting that like right around the time uh, Godzilla King of the Monsters came out, and mm-hmm. then that movie flopped. And they're like, "Hang on!" So they put, they pushed Kong versus Godzilla like back, but now they're pushing it even more. They pushed it uh, another six months, so it's not going to come out till May for uh, May twenty first, twenty twenty one. And uh, I think Jesus. it's because they pushed the Matrix four, so they pushed the Matrix four like nearly a year. So it's supposed to come out April first. 2022 and i think they're just kind of shifting things around so that uh 
they can get a bit of bang for their buck. They right. have a better opening weekend. But, I guess. Um, yeah. I don't know. I'm not a, at all excited for The Matrix 4. I'm going to see it. because I've I, never seen the first three. The only... Is. The first one's the best. But does it like... Does it end on a cliffhanger? Like if I no, watch the first it, one? No. But, okay. Um, it just... I don't know. Like especially the third one just kind of falls flat. Um, they get too like biblical and they're like... Yeah, that's what Jesus said. metaphors and stuff like that. I'm so, I get it, but uh, yeah, I'm also not excited for Kong versus Godzilla. <laughs> I saw did you see that Kong Skull Island movie with no, uh, no got, I really uh, wanted to. Like Samuel Jackson's in Brie it. Brie Larson, yeah. And, uh, fucking what's Loki's name? Tom Hiddleston. Tom Hiddleston, yeah, yeah. It's got a nice cast. Yeah, uh, John C. Riley's in the movie too. They're basically just like, well, let's just make a movie with all the Marvel stars. Yeah, but break them in. I don't know. I didn't even finish that movie. Really? I, think I got like halfway through. And oh, I was like, that's kind of right. depressing. Yeah, I mean, it's all right. Don't get me wrong. I like, I like popcorn movies every now and again. But Does like, it hold a candle to Peter Jackson's King Kong? Because I really like that one. No. I like that one. Yeah. It's too long, though. Movie's Peter like Jackson's? Three, yes. Yeah, it's really long. long, yeah. But it is a good movie. That ending, though. Oh, gosh. So good. It was beauty that killed the beast. Hey, don't spoil it. Don't spoil a 15-year-old movie. I was going to say, well, not even. A remake of a movie <laughs> that came out yeah, the 30s, in the yeah. 30s. Yeah. Anyway. Isn't King Kong a book? Oh, gosh. I have no clue. That'd be Me awesome neither. if it was. Who cares? Anyway. Next for news. <laughs> uh, so, Mulan. Mm, I'm so excited for this movie. Yeah. So, I don't know why, but rumors were circulating that Mulan was going to get dropped on Disney+. Plus, and I'm like, there's no way they would do that. Nah, that's they'd that's lose financial money, suicide. Yeah. Like, it's stupid. But, uh, yeah, that movie got moved again. It was supposed to be, uh, it was supposed to come out, like, right after Tenet. Mm-hmm. And I think they moved it because now that Tenet's coming out later in the month, they wanted to push it back to, like I said before, like, have a bigger opening weekend. Because these days, like, you go back, like, 15 years, 10, 15 years ago, movies would have, like, a all right opening weekend and it would slowly build. Yeah. But nowadays, with like advanced ticket sales and just fandom, people typically, if you want to see a movie, you typically see it within the first two weeks of release. Right. And that's usually when movies make like majority of their money. Like yeah, most movies after yeah. that first opening weekend, they have like a 70 something percent drop at the box office, it's crazy. which is normal. And it kind of, so it has a huge start and it kind of slows down. So I think that's why Disney decided to move it, which is really smart because I mean, you know, it's funny because everybody I talk to as far as like our circle in the industry, mm-hmm. even though I, I use that word industry lightly, but everybody <laughs> worships Nolan and they know him. But I don't know. I've talked to a few like average going movie fans and they're like, yeah, I love Christopher Nolan. But I'm not sure how many people are going to be like rushing out to see Tenet that first weekend. Yeah, he's not a Scorsese. He hasn't been around for like. 50 years yeah, he's, he hasn't even made 10 movies yet. yeah so i mean no doubt about it that like his movies are fantastic and i think yeah like cinephiles and yeah people who are in like you know the video production industry know who he is and maybe even some of your your, your average, average movie goers fans, yeah. but i mean they know probably the dark right. knight yeah yeah of but, course yeah and then i mean well i guess even inception inception made like over six hundred million dollars at the box office. But Dunkirk, I still I mean, haven't even seen. Dunkirk. It's pretty good. I heard like, I don't know how true this is, but I remember the time it came out. Like, you know, a couple service members who were actually at Dunkirk, like, left the theater and were like, "It's this is nothing like what, it what was." I, from what I've read and understand about 
the way Dunkirk is made, it's a lot of it's told through visuals. What's that? It, a lot of the story is told through visuals and the movie moves through visuals. It's not very much like the characters are kind of just there and it's more so about what's going on versus who's going through it. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, it's but, very um, yeah, it's a very like situational mm-hmm. like the situation is what moves the yeah. narrative forward. Not so much like the people. Yeah. And I don't really have a problem with that. But I mean, I haven't seen it. So it's good. We'll but get hey, to that thing. We're doing a Nolan thought. Yeah. Um, the opening shot. Kind of interesting. Yeah. So I can't wait. I can't wait to hear what you think about that. Well, I mean, it is no one. He isn't a true. But it's totally different than like any way he's opened a film before. It's yeah. We'll get to that. Okay. Um, what else? Oh, this is. I'm so excited to talk about this. So rumor has it that Beyonce is being eyed for the role of Storm from the X-Men for Black Panther. That's what I heard. Guess what? How do you feel about that? Not true. Uh, uh, yeah, it's, it's not, not true. true. No, it, uh, Variety has actually debunked that rumor. Apparently, this was supposed to be a $100 million deal between Beyonce and Disney for her to do Black Panther and a couple other Disney movies, but no. I got to say, I'm I'm really relieved. I've never really seen her act, but I mean... What are you talking about, man? Goldfinger? Austin Powers? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I have? Yeah, I guess I have seen her in more stuff than, than I thought, but still, it just kind of, I feel like that'd be really distracting. Don't get me wrong. Beyonce's not the world's greatest actress. Uh, I'm not saying she's bad. Right. But I am saying that I don't want to see her as Storm. Uh, so, like, in the comic books, like, Storm from the X-Men is African. I can't tell you exactly what, where from Africa she's from. That's really racist for you to call out her brother. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> How dare I as a black man? <laughs> How dare you, Jans? Um... But yeah, her and Panther like hook up, they get married, and they have like kids and all this other kind of bullshit. What? Yeah. Um, I th- what he's into that one chick from the Black Panther movie. I don't know. That's I don't just know the movies though. We're talking about comics. Oh, books, we're talking Logan. about the comics. We're talking about subtext layered material here that goes back decades. All right. All right. All right. But no, seriously. <laughs> uh, I yeah, I don't want to see that at all. Like, sorry. Um. Obi's freaking out right now. <laughs> yeah, he's playing with his pig. My wife's at work, so I'm home alone with the kids today. He's babysitting. Um, yeah. So I'm glad this is a rumor though. But it would be very interesting if cuz Marvel just got well Disney just bought Fox, so that means that they have the movie rights right. to the X-Men. And it would be very interesting to introduce our first X-Men in a another franchise. Is Storm like really popular like is she a prominent X Men? I know yeah, nothing about like the X Men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. She's, Storm is one of she wasn't one of the original X Men, mm-hmm. but she's like she's up there for sure. Now. Is she not like in love with Wolverine or no? No. No. I'm, they didn't I'm, have a thing. Okay. I mean there's so many comics. Right. It, I'm sure off in one the top iteration. of my head, I'm gonna say no. But Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I, my my big thing is like taking like massive celebrities who aren't actors and putting them in films is just so distracting. Like, uh, you know, Michael Jackson wanted to be Jar Jar Binks, Mm -hmm. but Lucas was like, I don't think anyone would be able to get over the fact that you're Michael Jackson. Mm -hmm. I mean, he's not wrong. And I think that that I agree. I think it'd be so weird. You're just sitting there thinking like, well, that's Beyonce. That's Beyonce. That's Beyonce. Did you see uh, the Lion King? John Favreau's Lion King? Yeah. Even then, even though it was just her voice, right. it was just something about 
just knowing it was her, it just kind of took me out of the movie for I a agree. minute. I think and they then, did like, that because she's like the that star extra power. song that they added didn't even really mesh with yeah. the with the movie very well to me. But I mean, that movie's not very good anyway. But yeah, that live action. <sighs> yeah, live action. You can't see me, but I'm doing quotations. It's, it's not, not live action. It's not. It's I all don't, animated. You can fucking argue with me till you're blue in the face. There's only one real shot in that entire film, and it's the opening shot. Yeah, of the sun coming out. <laughs> right. <laughs> but anyway. Real hard, guys. Yeah. He's like, he's, can you imagine John Favre? He's like, all right, this is the most important shot of the entire movie. Action. <laughs> Action. <laughs> Louder, son. I'm sorry, I couldn't hear you. <laughs> Take it again. Action. Yeah, but reset, reset, go down again. We gotta wait till tomorrow. Oh my god, could you imagine? I would, oh, I would lose my mind. Who's producing this? Right. Oh, I am. But uh, yeah, I'm glad that rumor's fake. But anyway, I can wash my hands of that. I remember when I read that article, I was like, no fucking way. I read it at the beach, and I was super mad. I was so yeah, mad. You were I was mad. so mad yeah. to go outside and get some air. I was like, this is fucking bullshit. But, oh, it's not true? Oh, I'm so glad. Thank you, Variety. Um, but yeah, next bit of news. Uh, Will Smith has a new film slated. Uh, he's going to be working with uh, Mr. Anton Fuqua. You know who that is? No, I don't think so. You ever so. seen Trading Day? No. With Denzel and Handsome Hawk? I have not, no. Um, is that Ethan Hawk? Yeah, <laughs> <Okay>. Handsome Hawk. <laughs> um, <laughs> fuck. Was, uh, the Magnificent Seven with Denzel and uh, Chris Pratt. Handsome Hawk. The Western yeah. one? No. Huh. I mean, I started that. I got like 10 minutes into it and I turned it off. But yeah, him. Okay. Uh, Anton Fuqua. He okay. also did... Uh, Fuqua. He also did uh, The Equalizer, that first one with Denzel. Oh, that one's supposed to be pretty good, right? Eyes twitching. <laughs> you all right there? I don't know, man. Um, so yeah, this movie's... Uh, it takes place, you know, back in slave days. Warning. Um, so Will Smith character, he plays, uh, he plays a character named Peter who's, uh, he's on his, he's on the run. He's a runaway slave in uh, Louisiana and, uh, he's running away from like cold blooded hunters and he's trying to get to the union. He plays the character, Peter. (laughs) Yeah. Peter. John. Peter the slave. (laughs) He runs away and he's trying to get to Louisiana to get to the union to claim his freedom. And he's getting, he has to outsmart these racist hick cold blooded hunters. So. I mean, it sounds interesting. Will Smith. I guess. He was supposed to play uh, Django. He was supposed to play Django? Yeah, so Tarantino pitched it to him, and he disagreed. Oh, Uh, yeah, he said it was too small of a part. No, he said that violence wasn't the answer. Oh, really? Because in the end of the day, Django is a romance. He's trying to get his wife back or whatever. And he's like, yeah, I don't agree with with this. Uh, Violence doesn't beget violence and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, but you're not playing Will Smith. You're playing a character written in Tarantino's movie. So... I mean, if if you follow any of Tarantino's films, I mean, you'll I mean, know what, what, what it's about. What else did you expect, though? Like, when when Tarantino hands you a script, I would assume <laughs> right. that someone is going to get their face blown off at some point. I don't know. My <sighs> Will Smith hasn't really made a really good movie in a long time. See, and that's the thing. Like, I used to worship this guy when I was a kid. Um, and don't get me wrong. He's definitely one of the legends, one of the titans in the industry. Yeah. But very rarely do I see Will Smith lose himself in a role. The Pursuit I'm, of Happiness. Yes, yeah, The Pursuit of Happiness and Ali are yeah. the only two movies to where I'm like, yeah. this isn't Will Smith. I don't I don't see him at all. And ironically, Ali is like the only Academy Award nomination he has. I'm really? Sure. Wow. So maybe The Pursuit of Happiness too, but I know for sure Ali. And he was saying that 
because he's very influential in all his movies. Like he has a he he plays more of a role than just an actor. And uh, he was saying that Ali was the only movie where he was just an actor. And I'm like, yeah, that's a biopic. So, right, I mean, it makes. I mean, you, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Hundred percent. But I mean, what do I know? Nothing. Exactly. <laughs> what Tarantino, do I know? Tarantino handed me a script right now. He's like, hey, hey, you want to be in my movie? I'll be like. Shit player. <laughs> Shit player. <laughs> Where do I sign? Yeah, can can Logan produce? Um, yeah. <laughs> I'll say fuck no. <gasps> Who? Who? <laughs> yeah, that sounds about right. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I like Anton Fuqua. I like Will Smith. I like his last name. Fuqua. It's just fun to say. Yeah, it's spelled Fuqua. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. It's spelled F U Q U A. That's fun. Fuqua. Fuqua. Yeah. Paul de Fuqua. Antoine Fuqua. <laughs> Filmmaker. Yeah, get, get ready to hear some really bad French accents. <laughs> Je ne sais pas. <laughs> Je ne sais pas. <laughs> but yeah, that's oh, it for the news. Shit. Thank God. Uh, now we're going to get into The Five Bloods. The Five Bloods. <laughs> All right. So, Five Bloods, uh, directed by Spike Lee. Mm-hmm. It had a budget somewhere between uh, 35 to $45 million, which is pretty, like, I wonder kind of where small. they filmed this. Yeah, were they actually in Vietnam? Were they actually on location? They were in Vietnam and somewhere else. But yeah, it was like a lot of it was in Vietnam. I okay. looked that up last night. So, too. Uh, how many of them? Is there? <laughs> There's five. Uh, One, two is five bloods. So it's about you know these these seven guys. Yeah, these. <laughs> 47 Ronin who, <laughs> right. who fought in uh who fought in Vietnam and they they uh they travel back during the modern day to uh kind of retread their history and kind of literally recover some lost gold from their past and um it's a very interesting story it's a uh, it's really a story about like humanity and and hate yeah. and what that can really do to a person and how hate isn't you're not born with it you're taught it and at at a certain point you you choose to to continue that and um i don't know like those aspects of the movie really spoke to me um you, you want to so are we going to do non-spoilers first is there anything really to spoil well, I mean, yeah i guess so i guess there's stuff to spoil but like i don't know I don't really have okay, i don't know full, if i really full, okay full warning full, um yeah we might spoil if you something. got if you guys really care Watch the movie first and yeah. then come back, please. But uh, it's hard to do. Not like yeah, non-spoilers. Spoiler warning: If you give a shit about that kind of thing, uh, <laughs> we're just we're just gonna talk because there's a lot to this movie. There's a lot there's, to unpack. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which not all of it is necessarily good. Yeah. First off, like I don't know, man. This movie, I have a I have a love hate relationship with this movie, just like I had a love hate relationship with uh, the character Paul, the uh, the guy that voted for Trump. The oh uh, yeah, the man, he's such a like. He was what I was talking about when, like, when you when you choose to to stay in that that hateful place, right? He's just a hateful guy, yeah. and um, and like when he got gunned down, when he got shot, at first I was like, "Well, shit, player, <laughs> you got the hand you're dealt." But, <laughs> the player, at, but one dude took the hat off of him and like smacked him with the hat or whatever. I was like, "Okay, I mean, this is kind of yeah, yeah is, I mean, I do man, feel bad yeah. for him, but it's like a love hate thing. Like, I mean, you were a dick." Yeah, you're even a dick to your son, but, right? Oh, that's on. That's yeah, and then like yeah. that. I don't know. I this movie's too long for one. This movie's two hours and thirty four minutes yeah, long. Yeah, it's really. And you could have shaved a good thirty minutes off of this movie. 
no doubt. That's one of my notes was that it was just way too long. Um, like, like when they're finding the gold and like, you know, they're digging for it along the cliffside. That just lasts way too long. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's really good. Like the interactions between the characters is, is a lot of fun. Yeah, like, I've written here like from the get go. Like when they when they when they get to Vietnam, you can feel immediately. You feel the chemistry. friendship. You yeah. feel the camaraderie. Like they feel like they feel like real people. You can feel the bond between them. Yeah. Like yeah, they bicker and shit like that. But I mean, who doesn't? Yeah, who doesn't? Yeah, fuck what, you, what friend group? Hey man, <laughs> shit, player. <laughs> what, what what friend group doesn't you know bicker and you know have those moments yeah. like that? But it, it that made it feel really real and um, and what are the what are some of the main things that you liked about this film? Because there are good things in it. From a technical standpoint, I liked the choice of changing aspect ratios from when we were in current day to the past, and then even the jungle is shot in like a it looks like it's shot in a different frame rate. It's um, yeah, I think it's I just think it's the aspect ratio. I think they so when it first starts out, they shoot in a two by three by nine. And then, which is standard, pretty standard for nowadays. Um, when they go back, you know, to the sixties and seventies, yeah, like when when they go back to the war, yeah, it's shot in a one by three. I don't know, it's it's a more compressed one. Yeah, the image um, shrinks, so it goes yeah. from like widescreen to it look, yeah. yeah. Um, and then when they're in the jungle, it, it looks pretty much just like a standard sixteen by nine. Mm-hmm. Um, or as close to that as, as you can get. Um, um, but I liked that stylized approach to it. And plus, it's Spike Lee. Spike Lee is a, he, he I mean, he's just a stylized filmmaker. Yeah. He likes to, you know. I like the way that he introduced it. Like, the screen will compress when it goes into that, and it'll stretch mm-hmm. when it goes into the yeah, other. It two doesn't just, like, unlike, like, like, the Dark Knight. Yeah, yeah or it just smash Knight, cuts yeah. to a, like, not even smash cut, it just... Right, it's it just, just a different and, aspect ratio. Yeah. Like if you blink, that's you very distracting yeah. to me, and that takes you out. But like, yeah, the way he did it, it's it's very much puts you. It felt very more to me. It yeah. felt like a conductor. He's like, all right, come on, now we're right. we're, we're here. I and agree. The, the screen kind of shrinks, and then all right, we're going here now, and then it, yeah. Uh, so with the, <laughs> this flashback, that Vietnam part, I really like that they used this kind of. It's hard to say this, but. I like that they use the same actors. Yes, yes. But like it, I also don't. It just reminds me of like I don't know if you ever watched George Lopez's like TV, like his scripted sitcom. Yeah, when they, when they put, they put the big head. heads on the kids. That's kind of what it reminds me of. I was gonna say that. I'm glad they didn't de-age them, and I'm right. glad they didn't get younger actors. Right, because like when you get it a better first bond. started, when we first cut to when they're in the helicopter and we see Chadwick Boseman, yeah. and I'm like, okay, I know these guys. They're, they're the guys, but I'm like. Clearly, they're supposed to be younger because right. this is Vietnam. Mm-hmm. So, and I appreciated that. Uh, I was like, cool. I mean, we get it. The audience isn't dumb. At least I would hope that you understand that this was in the past. But, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if you know history, Vietnam wasn't yesterday, but. It was two days ago. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah, I I, I liked that. It was distracting at first, but then I kind of I kind of eased into the idea of that. And I was like, you know what? We don't need the Irishman and you spend $200 million right. de-aging somebody yeah. for it to look mediocre. That would have been anyway. unnecessary. Because yeah. again, you'd run into that same problem the Irishman faces. These are still old guys yeah. and they're still going to move like old men. <laughs> so, But um, he was very like... So Paul's character with the MAGA hat. When I was talking about... I did not like him hateful, one bit. Ha- mm. Yeah, I didn't, he was an asshole. Um, yeah. 
but he's supposed to be. Right. And I think giving him a MAGA hat was too on the nose. Like I get it. Like I understand what he's supposed to represent as far as like humanity as a whole and the message that he was trying to give. But the fact that he actually put on a Make America had a great uh, Make America Great Again hat, I'm just like, okay, I get it. He's he's should just been wearing a Trump button, (laughs) yeah, or something like that. Or he could have just walked around saying fake news. Yeah, but um, yeah, I thought that was just a little bit too like hand and fist. Um, yeah, it's very obvious to see where Spike Spike Lee lies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is fine. Yeah, I mean, mean, he's never been shy about his political views. Whether you're a Democrat or Republican, I mean, if you want to make your voice heard, that's fine. I mean, that's up to you, I guess. So, but, um, it's it's very, it's almost kind of eerie and chilling how much of this movie has like old footage of fucking crazy, just where the world was like during Vietnam, like how yeah. during that time black Americans made up 11% of the United States population. And yet over 33% of yeah. the soldiers in Vietnam were black men on That's the front amazing. lines. Crazy. Um, but it's, it's wild how much of that old footage of like Martin Luther King or mm-hmm. Malcolm X, just some of the things that they were saying and how, relevant they are still, still today and yeah. i'm like that was decades ago and it's almost like nothing's fucking changed and it's wild man and it was i don't know just like black Klansman, how at the end of that he had um all the stuff that happened like charles bill and like just the kkk and just how he holds up a mirror to society and he's like have we really gone that far right though? and that especially just from the way the movie started it started pretty real for me like i was it was i started this movie at like eight o'clock this morning so so it was kind of a lot to yeah. take in the early in the morning and i was all i was locked in and i was just like oh wow this yeah is, this is gonna be this is gonna be a ride but i mean what what else do you expect from spike lee especially right. coming off the back of black klansman but which i do think uh, you know black klansman is is a better film and i think it's message oh, yeah, it's is more on target film. um this but. movie was was well acted though. I don't think any all the performances were great. I yeah. think um, we already said it shot beautifully. It's just I a lot of time is wasted, especially once we get into the jungle. I didn't necessarily care so much for Chadwick Boseman's performance. Yeah, yeah. Um, just because he is such a good actor, I don't know. It wasn't bad by any means whatsoever. It was just kind of a yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, made it fun. Yeah, it, it didn't stand out. It felt very cheesy at times, like mm-hmm. when they're in the forest and they're listening to, like, the Vietnam propaganda radio broadcast, mm-hmm. and then they have, like, we want to kill, like, we want to kill some people, let's do it, and like, not today, mm-hmm. like, never today, you know, mm-hmm. like, that's never the, it just felt, I get it, I mean... I get, yeah, I get the frustration. I get where they're coming from. I mean, that's fucking terrible. I'd want to do the same thing. I want to rip some heads off, but like, I don't know. It feels very cheesy. Yeah, just and it's, that it's part. pretty uh, reflective of today. Yeah, and how people took to the streets and right looted and rioted and just caused mayhem. And it's just like sometimes it just makes you think, like, which is so weird because where like, are we going? That didn't happen it's, when it's he literal, filmed that. So it's literal ins- Yeah, yeah. This was yeah. Which is wild, man. And how it ends with the Black Lives Matter. Yeah. I want I want to know if that was always in the original cut for it to I end that way. I doubt it, to be completely honest. Um, 
Yeah, I doubt it. That's a, that's an easy one to go back and shoot, yeah, right? From a technical standpoint, a, um, a group of people rallying. I don't know. I don't. I really don't know. Because like, is this movie exclusively signed to drop on Netflix and no theaters or anything like that? I, do, uh, I think I it know. is because I think it's. I mean, it specifically says Netflix presents like throughout the entire thing. So it's very easy to go back and do like a reshoot and add that scene to it um, for a Netflix release, even if he did it a month ago. Um, I don't know. I don't know though. It does feel very like last minute, like they mm-hmm. added it in. But like you were saying now, like when, when he's like, yeah, he's like, we got to kill some crackers. And he's like, nah, we can't do that player. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <Play> <laughs> um, there are a lot of, I don't want to say they're cringeworthy, but like, it's just so heavy handed. I feel like, yeah. I feel like Spike Lee grabbed me by my neck and he took the screenplay and he's just slamming it into my yeah. face until my nose bleeds. I mean, Hey, maybe that's what people need right now i mean who's to say but i mean but yeah but if those were if that was not a reshoot that's fucking eerie that's man. crazy yeah it's eerie like i, th- I mean and the- it's, it's literal clockwork with this country though like yeah. i was i was talking about this with uh some of my some of my black friends and uh like i was like you know it's crazy every generation of our families that have come before us have all had their civil rights movement their civil like their their their, their battle for history, rights yeah. yeah and now is our time and i just think it's crazy because i mean me i'm only we're only we're mid-20s yeah and i can't imagine where we're gonna be in 20 more years are we like our black lives if history gonna matter in 20 more years nowhere i mean and that's like such a that's such a bad thing to say but like it's not like the fault of of anyone it's just it's just like the system yeah I mean, the system is fucked yeah but here we go to talk about politics again, but it's hard not I mean, to with this movie. Yeah, it's hard that's, not to with this film. Hand in hand, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, but again, uh, I don't. I I, you know, I don't want to force my political views on anyone. I mean, you should. I think from the time that you are old enough to completely grasp what's going on in the world, you should, and you know, make your own informed decisions. See, but the fine line between what's what's happening right now and why it's such a big deal is because it's not just about politics it's about human decency yeah, it's about for sure humanity and who we are as a whole yeah and i say this all the time as a joke and i'm always like humans aren't shit like humanity we're we're not sh- like just look at what we have done to each other over the how many how old is the earth how old is the earth well it depends on who you're asking christians <laughs> <laughs> but no seriously uh but like uh, when you just look at it, man, like all the just the rape old? and murder and genocide of just each other, it's it's insane. And I don't know, man. It's it's more it's more than politics. It's more than black and white. It's more than America. It's four it's, and a it's, half billion years old, by the way. It's all of us. Four and a half billion years. Yeah. You know, I read somewhere that Christians don't believe that the Earth is as old as it is I because know. they don't believe in dinosaurs. I know. Hey, you to teach their own. Yeah. Whatever. Exactly. Humanity. <laughs> anyway. Um, what else do I have here? Oh, like so when uh David, Paul's son, when he's at the bar and he yeah. meets up with the uh French chick. The Frenchie. Yeah. And she's like, Yeah, I I disarm bombs. I'm like, somebody That's is gonna a step, major foreshadowing. Somebody's there. gonna step on a <laughs> yeah. fucking lake. Like so when when he went to 
take a shit and he found that piece of gold. Uh, that's what I'd, I thought yeah, it was, and I was too. I was just waiting for yeah. somebody to blow up. And then I when Eddie's was... character was walking backwards, I'm like, he's going to blow up. Here it is. Yep. And then he blew up. And, and I literally, I was sitting where you are and I just clapped my hands. I was like, I fucking knew it. Yeah. But that's prosthetics though. When he does blow up, pretty great. Very simple trick. Barry, half yeah, of him. Barry, in the, yeah. yeah. You know, that's what they did for uh, the first Iron Man. So, you know, when, when, uh, after he gets home and Pepper has to change his reactor. Yeah. So the body in the chair is fake. I was wondering and how Downey they did that. Downey is like they made the back of the chair with. So he's standing behind the chair. Right. And the fake prosthetic chest is like attached to his chest. That's smart. Yeah. So that's really only, clever. Only his shoulders up is real. And the rest of the body is like a dummy. But if <laughs> you look at like the chest and the arms. They look very rubbery and plasticky. But I have to go back and watch that one. Yeah. That's so, crazy. Yeah, it was pretty cool how they shot that. Was, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. That would suck, though, having to, like, stand like a duck like that for yeah. hours. <laughs> 12 to hours. To film that yeah. scene. But, um, yeah. Yeah. I was just like, Jesus Christ. Like, his entire torso and his arms were gone. And I was just like, fuck. That, I, I mean, thought, that's so true to life, though, With uh, if you've ever seen la- poor landmine victims. Because, like, it, in Vietnam and even in France and parts of Germany, like, from World War II, there are still, like, a ton of undetonated. I think there's a whole forest in France, like, like authorities say don't go in it just because there's so many mines and everything. But, like, there are some people in Vietnam who, like, this country fucked them up. Agent mm-hmm. Orange, napalm, and landmines and everything. Just, like... Yeah, Vietnam is yeah. just fucked. What a man. what a mess. Like like you said, I don't want to get to. I don't want to like. I don't want to offend anybody. Right. But this is our podcast, so I can say whatever the fuck I want. But. <laughs> so here comes the here comes the part where Chance goes. This is our podcast, but if you don't agree with us, then fuck you. <laughs> I don't really mean that. That's that's what our culture is <laughs> yeah, yeah, like. Yeah. The cancel culture. I I'm able to debate and have conversations because I'm yeah. an adult. Right. But um, Vietnam was fucked. Yeah. From the get go, and um. You know, we had never actually declared war in Nam. Really? Yeah. Like, Congress never declared war. Officially. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. I mean, it's but, the only uh, war that America has never won. That's why, well, technically we weren't right. at war, so right. we couldn't have lost. But yeah, we did lose. Maybe. I mean, we had to retreat. Yeah. They Got beat ass. our ass. Yeah. <laughs> but, I don't know, man. It's It was very interesting for them to set it in this time period. It's very, like... They preach about, like Paul's character preaches about the injustices done to black people and how hard it is and all this kind of stuff and how we were wrongfully put on the front lines. I say we, but um, black people were wrongfully put on the front lines and yet you see how he treats the Viet Cong people. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, like I said, like these, like... It's just very one-sided. Yeah, Yeah. and there, there are certain people who choose not to see things from a different point of view. They choose to be unempathetic and it's you're no better than the people who are saying that about you yeah and it's it's so interesting to me because it it's all about power and it's all about your position of authority and and that's why i always say like racism is never going to go away i don't think it'll never at least not in our lifetime mankind as a whole doesn't like the idea of being like inferior to anybody else i don't care what group of what what religion you are, creed, race, people don't like that. You may not care, but the whole does not like that. And I mean, yeah, I mean, that sucks. Yeah, I mean, but that's humans. That's life. Good I thing guess. I'm a fifth dimensional being. I don't have to worry about that <laughs> shit. 
<laughs> so I'll get into some of my dislikes. Yeah, there I go. don't have a lot. Oh, um, really? Yeah, I don't. Um, you know, I've talked about this before. I hate like fake muzzle flashes and like like the use of like I love the use of blank firing weapons, although they're very dangerous. But it does give your film like a, a nice grit to it and like a sense of realism. But yeah, throughout this entire film. They're not really shooting any weapons. They do the whole mummy thing, which if you've seen the first mummy, I love that movie. But, you know, they don't count their ammo. They just have unlimited ammo. They're just shooting the entire time. Never (laughs) reloading. Nothing. Spraying into the woods. That continuity drives me insane. Um, Some of the CGI is a little lacking, like when they're against a green screen or something. Mm -hmm. Like when they like when they're on the chopper and everything. That's cool. That looks fine. When they're looking down at the crashed CIA plane, though, that looks weird. Um, some of the backgrounds, yeah, when they like get off the chopper and they're like on that little sound get stage. Get to the chopper. Get to the chopper. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I just like. I don't know, and I I want to ask like your opinion of this, or if you noticed it, but like. It happened like four or five times throughout this movie when they go to do like a hug, a fist bump, cheers a glass. They'll cut from what they'll be at one angle and they'll clink their glass and their glass will make contact in that ang- same angle. And then when they cut to the reverse shot, they're doing it again. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. What the fuck is that? It's like I, I get that there's probably some like significance to it. Like pay attention to this because this matters. But it just looks sloppy. Like just off it, of one viewing, yeah. Yeah, it just looks like bad editing. I, I don't know. Um, that's that's weird. Like, I think in some parts, this film is a satire. Yes. Of, of like, Commando and Rambo and, and stuff like that. Like They even mention Rambo. Yeah, they do. Like, when they're coming down, like, great use of Valkyries, like, Fly to the mm-hmm. Valkyries. Because, like, in Apocalypse Now, I think when they're flying in in the helicopters, dun 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 Except they play it, now they're on boats. Yeah. Like, Rambo. So that's really cool. But, like, like when Peter, was it Peter or Paul? Which one? Paul. Paul, when he gets shot... He gets shot like a thousand times. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And then falls and die. that's like uh, that's a groaner. Yeah. It reminded me of of uh Tropic Thunder. Tropic Thunder. That's yeah, my shit. Tropic he's Thunder. like down, he's like, survive. Survive. Like, I hope y'all like hamburger meat. Cause that's what I'm about to serve up in this here whirly bird. Serve what he said. Come with me, you dick fuck ups. Yeah. Survive. I love that. Oh my god, we gotta watch that movie. Pick up boat. I see you. I love that movie, dude. We gotta watch that one. That's a good one. Um and yeah, I mean that that's that's it. Like that's all the main things that I had that we you know, but we've already covered some of them. But um I mentioned yeah. this earlier. I was saying like um his use of real graphic imagery, it's very uncomfortable to watch like you know in the beginning when dude like shoots that guy in the fucking head in the beginning oh yeah and you literally see the blood pouring out of his head like that's real that's not that's not that's not movie magic that's real uh, footage of someone getting shot in the head the him getting shot and falling to the ground is real Uh, because i've seen the real foot the splurt out of the side that's i I, uh, that's fake like yes um but like that that picture is very famous like before the guy gets executed and there actually is video of it um but like him getting shot and falling to the ground and the, the naked burnt kids running that's through the street all real it's yeah it's like that's it, all it, real. it makes it so it's much disgusting. more visceral it's very uncomfortable to watch 
but like because like american gis did just go in there and they just like the air force just just carpet bombed and dropped napalm and everything on they didn't care this was <laughs> go in get the place and get out that's it yeah have you ever seen watchmen uh half of it there's a scene where the comedian's having like a breakdown yes and he's like he's like he's like uh he's like i've done bad things yeah. i shot kids and he's like that was fucking war it's true like but supposedly they did that i mean i can't say for certain i wasn't there obviously yeah, Vietnam was fucked, dude. but you know i mean but like you know they did the they i remember like watching interviews of like prominent generals or commanders at the time saying like why like trying to justify why they did some of those things you can't it's and they just crimes. they just say like well you know they were in the trees we weren't used to this environment so we had yeah, to like so we, cut down their forests and destroy so we could be on even playing rounds like i mean come on you adapt and like you, i mean you just you that's that's just not right but history doesn't repeat itself if you learn of course about, not. about your history course not why would it why would why it? would we learn anything <laughs> right other than you know how to oppress and make billions of dollars through war, war never yeah. mind i don't want to you know what this isn't a political podcast so but with this movie it is no again it's hard it's hard Plus, not what to am I saying i thought this was our podcast we could say whatever the fuck we want <laughs> fuck you guys <laughs> exactly if you're racist <laughs> yeah Fuck off. Yeah, well, that's the only time that well, make sure I you will subscribe agree with that. First. Yeah. Subscribe and then fuck off. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so Paul's character, how he suffers from PTSD and he's like pretty much lost his mind. It sheds a lot of light on that, what the post-military life is like. And um, I mean, you know, this is these are stories we've heard countless times before, but it was very interesting to, to see him because he slowly kind of crumbles and kind of descends into madness. Yeah, for sure. When he's walking through the forest and, the, just and he's just looking into the camera, it's very. It's that's, well. I mean, he's like he's talking to himself, but he's talking to uh, Chadwick Boseman's character. Right. Right. And of it's, course. And it's yeah. so crazy because all that guilt that he felt from accidentally killling him. Kind of felt like that, that came out of left field, though. Yeah, it did. It did. Um, but once once he like opens up his shirt and he shows the bullet wound and he's like, "You got to come clean." I'm like, mm-hmm. "Oh, he killed him." And then we see them. Yeah. yeah. But like, you know, you think he killed him on purpose, but, you know, he killed him on accident. But like, you don't fucking just spray an area. That moment was supposed to be that because ultimately that's his. Those are his demons. Those are his ghosts. Because he says he sees him. He sees Norm every night. Well, that's why. And that happened so. Instantaneously. Yeah, it was so fast. And I feel like (laughs) to whereas the rest of the movie, some scenes take fucking way too long. And in this scene, it was just like, you shot him, he's dead. Boom, he's gone. And then like, when we see them earlier and he's like, where's, where's Norm? He's like, he's, he's gone. He's KIA. KIA. Yeah. I'm like, what? And like, I feel like him killing him, if you put that scene right before then when he's like, it's KIA, they, they don't match. They yeah. don't feel the same. Like no. tonally, they don't Cause feel. Cause he held him while he died and yeah. like to get over that, I guess like, Again, I mean, it's warm and you can yeah. fucking shot at. What so. do we know? Like, we've never been in a, a fucking war. Yeah. yeah. But, so maybe you have to, like, get yourself out of that mindset immediately or you're going to die, too. I don't know. But, yeah. Um, and don't get me wrong. There are times where, like, you know, a, an abrupt death or something like that is really good. Like, when he, the guy jumps on the grenade at the end. Yeah, yeah. Grenade My jaw dropped. Boom. I was like, oh, damn. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a little foreshadowing there. They talked about one of the real soldiers in Vietnam that actually jumped on a grenade. And he I was liked, the first um, you know, the first black guy to die in Vietnam. I liked um Otis's character. Yes. Yeah. And that 
from the very like which he did survive right yeah he was the only one yeah that okay well, and, i didn't know David, if that was like awesome yeah well yeah but, of course. Um, i liked him meeting his daughter like, yeah in the beginning of that that really uh i don't i knew that like once she came in i was like oh that's his daughter that's his daughter but um how many how many like Vietnamese black women are there? I mean, well, after oh, Vietnam, God, you, quite I a bit, mean, I'm that's sure. true. Yeah, you might ugh, because, yeah, like I said, Vietnam was fucked. Yeah. Just how can you justify just raping and pillaging yeah. and just I don't know, but I mean, it's war, I guess. And of course, of course, not every you know, not every soldier was like that. You know, yeah, yeah, but yeah. It's wrong to label them all as such. Oh, you know? what? You mean I can't label some people <laughs> as the majority? Since when? Since forever, Chance. Shit. That's news to me, player. I think, like, I think. I thought this was America. I think Spike Lee does a good job of painting that picture, too. Like, when. Like, that's one of my likes that I had. I like that he's, like, not 100% biased. Like, when. Like, what's the um, Vietnamese guy who's, like, with him? I don't remember his Their character guy, name. I don't remember his name. Yeah, but like he's like, yeah, my, I mean, my dad fought on this side, and and those other guys across the table fought on the other side, and like it's an American war, mm-hmm. you know. But he's not showing that every single person was bad. It's not like it's like Nazis, like in Germany, a lot of them, like when World War Two was over, the American soldiers like sat them down and showed them like footage of. Auschwitz and everything and like half of those soldiers had no clue what the fuck was going on just because they had been lied to like they just go into they just do what their commanding officers tell them to do don't ask questions or you're gonna get fucking shot and killed so I like that he did that I think that was a really good uh, yeah I think that was a very good that's a very good idea to do in that film I don't really have much else to say Uh, I didn't write too many notes I Um, I got some more Oh, okay. Um, let's see. Yeah, I, I, you know, we talked about this already, but yeah, Spike Lee is, is an amazing director. He's also like a great activist as well. Um, he, you know, he brings attention to stuff that might be considered overlooked or forgotten or risque. Right. About, you know, American history or just history in general. Um, you know, I I think we talked about like those pictures of the kids in Vietnam. It's like, like I like how he forces us to look at that shit mm-hmm. because like they can't look away from it. So why should we be it able makes to? It's so raw and it makes it so real and immediate for you. Yeah, like that that actually fucking happened. Like that's crazy. Um, yeah, acting in the films really good. Um. um Again, talk about like the good guys and the bad guys. Shed lights on both sides. Um, changing aspect ratios like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> I was looking at the George Lopez note I had in here, <laughs> which I just can't stop seeing that now. Um, yeah, like when, like throughout history, like when, like people of color of of anything are like overlooked. Spike Lee gives them a chance to be shown like the guy who jumped on the grenade or, or, um, he was at one of the Olympics where he mm-hmm. placed like first and he stood up and like, you know, you see him and, or how he jumped the hurdle. So he gave them their time to shine. Um, love that they filmed on location. Yeah. Like that's really cool. 
I think that's great. Yeah, they filmed in Ho Chi Minh City in Vietnam and Thailand as well, um, which it nuts. looks miserable. Yeah, it's From nuts. What I understand, Vietnam is a very humid place. Oh yeah, and I couldn't. I'm sure uh, you know, and it's been said like the country is like has like really. It, he does show this as well. Like it's come back. It's like a it's like a nice city now. It's a great tourist attraction. Um, so I like that he showed like it's not just a fucking shit show. It's not a nightmare. So, um, yeah, because usually, and I don't mean this offensively, but like usually in movies, the way Vietnam is depicted is just a sweaty, hundred percent oh, piece of shit jungle swamp. Hundred percent. I mean, but, every single place. Look at fucking Detroit. I mean, there are fucking terrible <laughs> parts of of America. Fucking Gotham City. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look at Gotham City for Crime instance. Alley. <laughs> Like, that's where his parents were killed. It was Crime Alley. That's what it's fucking called. Murder Alley. Yeah. yeah. Just why would it. you go down Crime Alley uh, in the middle of the night? Yeah. With a pearl necklace. <laughs> um, I just have some like last couple of like general notes. Um, I hate the way that extras die in these films. And again, I think this is probably on the satire part, but like they get shot and they like vibrate when they go down. <laughs> well, these guys are using AKs. I guess. So I mean, but I think it's, it's like seven, six, two ammo or five, five, six, but like that's a big round, but like, that's just gonna, like if you've ever seen someone actually get shot, they get shot and they immediately crumple to the ground. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think that's more of a play on the satire of like the older films and everything. You just get riddled with bullets. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Um, I think the five guys should be a little older because Vietnam happened in in the sixties. Well, hey man, you know what they say? Black 70s. don't crack. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I guess whatever. I mean, but look at I me. mean, look how youthful I am. <laughs> 25 <laughs> i mean like i said <laughs> but yeah i, I don't could know pass I, for 17 could no, you I'm, no <laughs> fuck no. maybe if you shave your logo too, got too much depression on my face <laughs> oh that's terrible but true but um i mean even if like like even if they were 18 i mean i looked up some of these actors they were born in like like one i think the oldest one was born in like 59 or something so he would have just been like 18 to serve but the other guys were born like in you know the early 60s so they're they're just not they're not old enough Um, they look old fuck it they do look old but um is that ageism i don't know maybe that somebody looks old (laughs) no i think that's just an observation over everything these days (laughs) i think it's just an observation um all right we'll stick with that (laughs) yeah Um, last thing I have for some reason, I don't know if, if, if it was, and I can't, I guess not because it's only on Netflix. You can watch it. But when there's subtitles, every single fucking word is capitalized. The first, oh my God, that drives me insane. (laughs) The first letter of every word is like, it's hello. How are you? And it's capital H, capital H, you know? Oh my God. It's so annoying. I don't even think I noticed that. Well, you watch everything with the subtitles on. So like you, I don't know if you would have noticed that. We're at the beach and we were watching, I don't don't remember what we were watching, but I brought my fire stick (laughs) So we're oh sitting here and somebody was like, can we make the subtitle smaller? I'm like, what? I'm not fucking Bill Gates. I don't know Hold how to on. do that. Yeah. I'm like, I can turn them on or off. <laughs> like, and then can I turn them make... off. And then someone goes, 
can we get some subtitles going? And I was so mad. I was pissed. Uh, yeah, <laughs> can we make know, the subtitles smaller? I'm like, what? If you don't know, Chance watches everything, as far as I know, with subtitles on. Yeah, man. I, I mean, I don't Just know. Just a quirky thing, sometimes, is. you know, people are whispering during scenes and then out of nowhere, a fucking explosion <laughs> and it's super loud. Oh, my God. That's or like so... somebody coughs and it's louder than the dialogue. And I'm like, what do you say? <laughs> that's fucking hilarious. I mean, I don't uh, know. That's all I got. That's yeah. that's. I gave this movie a seven out of ten. I felt really bad for giving it that, but I. But the. I mean. So I, wait, 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 wait. See, this is why I don't like ratings. So you like this movie more than you like the gentleman. You gave the gentleman like a six point something out of ten. I think I do like this one more. See, it's hard. I mean, they're two totally Apples different movies, but yeah. like, I love. I, obviously, I love the message of it. I think the execution is a little weird. It gets a little lost. Yeah, it gets a little lost. The run uh, there and yeah, the runtime is so long. I mean, I think it's unnecessarily it long. Like it's two hours and thirty four yeah. minutes. Like you can feel it. I for had sure. to take a break, mm-hmm. you know, halfway through, and, and not because of like the subject matter or anything, but just because it was so fucking long <laughs> for no reason. It's not like we're watching, you know, Lord of the Rings. That's a trilogy, you know, that's covering what you think about a lot it? of shit. This movie is just about as long as Avengers: Infinity War, but that movie's action packed and that moves the plot, right? But yeah, the yeah. action in this is like a little, a little weird. But yeah shoot him up bang it's, bang but like in the jungle to my knowledge spike lee has never been like an action director i mean like black klansman has like maybe one moment where there's like a Have lot of a tension inside man with denzel and clive owen where you, clive owen like robs a bank no it's got is that, denzel and uh true hotel is that spike lee yeah okay it's a good movie action it's like a crime action like it's yeah that's yeah that there's some action in it. Never see. I've never seen it, so I don't. Yeah, I can't really say like it's bad. Yeah, Clive Owen like robs this bank and he's uh, negotiating with Denzel, who's the, the FBI agent. And he's love that name, Clive Owen. Yeah, Clive Owen. Just reminds me of Chad. I think the first movie I ever saw him in was that King Arthur movie. The one with uh, Kira Knightley. Oh, okay. Oh wow! Yeah, that's old. Yeah, that's old. Matt yeah. Mikkelsen is in that movie is too. Really? He's Matt's that weird guy Mikkelsen. with the fucking bird. You know what I'm talking about? I love Matt Mikkelsen. I love saying his name. Mikkelsen. Matt's Mikkelsen. I love it. Not Mikkelsen. Mikkelsen. Well, it's not spelled Mikkelsen. No. It's got two K's. Mikkel. And it's not English. I think he's Dutch. Something like that. Dutch or Swedish or something. Yeah. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. Anyway. Peter Stormare is um, another one too. As you guys know. I'm very full of myself, so I'm not going to rate this movie. Um, I, if, okay, from a technical standpoint, if you're a fan of the way movies are shot, and like if you if you're into that kind of thing, I definitely recommend this movie. It's beautifully shot, um, and he gets very Spike Lee gets very creative with his aspect ratios mm-hmm. and how he uses that to tell the narrative and all that kind of shit. But um, the story. The message and the themes are very strong, even yes. though they're they're very hand fisted, like thrown in your face, just in case you don't know what you're watching. Like a lot of times, like the characters will explain things to you, like the exposition is so heavy handed. But I'm not gonna say this is a bad movie. I def- I'd recommend it. Yeah, for I'd, sure. I probably won't watch this movie again. I think everyone. But I don't regret watching it. Right. I think everyone should see it at least once. I mean, especially come on. now, especially yeah. now with the it's, political it's climate. Eerie. Yeah, yeah, it's eerie how much. Uh, I mean, like that's how much you know nothing's changed but everything has changed um so america yeah but hey the five bloods but guys that's the show we put out new episodes every week so what, what about what about watch every list? saturday 
What about watch list? That's the show, guys. We you will son of a <laughs> now nah, just kidding. Chance has been dying to talk about this yeah, show. So, so go on. So <laughs> I'm gonna talk about the beach house again. So when I was when we were there, I brought my fire stick and uh one your morning fire I, stick. Yeah, mine and remember the one out of my living right. room. You're not Bill Gates though, you said. No, I'm not. Okay. So just wanna make that very clear. Yeah, but I do own a fire stick. So I took <laughs> Take that with me it's to the beach Amazon, house. Amazon, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's Jeff Bezos. Not even. I don't even know who that is. He's the owner of Amazon. Oh my oh, god, this is news to me. <laughs> um, so I took that with me, and uh, we're watching Casino Royale, and Mads Mikkelsen is the bad guy in that. And I saw, I got a notification that Hannibal had dropped on Netflix. So when I got back, I've been <laughs> binging the fuck out of that show because it is so good. I love Mads Mikkelsen. He's so charming and eerie and creepy like he's he's like the perfect anthony hopkins like you you feel anthony hopkins in there for hannibal but it's he also makes it his own, his own yeah because if you're not familiar hannibal is like a spinoff of silence of the lambs which not really a spinoff but a continuation of well, the character or hannibal books there's right hannibal hannibal rising silence of the lambs and the red dragon right and the show is more based off of the red dragon so we see hannibal like before he gets caught and um during his his escapades as a serial killer known as the chesapeake ripper and uh who knows this this show might get it it was canceled but it's on netflix now and people are loving it stop watching hannibal and like it got 17 retweets from page from people i don't know like one page was was it was like it was like bring Hannibal back or something like that. Like mm. that was the page's name, and it liked my shit, and it it retweeted my tweet, and it tagged Netflix in it. And I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, okay, okay, <laughs> doubt it. But I mean, that show got canceled. What? It got canceled because of ratings. But I honestly think um, it only made it only made it to three seasons. But I think it was ahead of its time. Like the writing is great, the way it's shot, like because a lot of it, it has to deal with psychology and just the way people think, and they get really creative in expressing what someone sees in their mind and how they perceive things Mm -hmm. and how something might be happening but to them it's happening a completely different way and the way they choose to shoot that and show you it's it's so like unique like there's this this weird like um there's this weird sex scene between these two characters and the way like it's not explicit you don't see genitalia or anything like that but you just see these two naked bodies and the way it, it's like a kaleidoscope and their bodies like mesh. Hmm. And at one point, these two people become like one and like their arms like it's 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 so creative. And I'm like, huh, I've never seen. I'm like, this is the most interesting sex scene I've ever seen. And I didn't even see a nipple. So <laughs> man so, or female. Yeah. I mean, well, there was two females, but oh. yeah, yeah. Ooh, risque. But Sponsly. yeah, I don't know. It's just it's a really, really good show. Sex scenes notwithstanding. Still but, haven't um, seen it. Dude, like Hannibal, this dude's like, he makes me want to aspire to greater things. He's just like this classy, he loves the fine arts, he sips only the best red wine, he's got like this great kitchen, he's like and fucking- And he people. He's a gourmet, yeah, he's a gourmet <laughs> chef, right? So like, there's several shots in this where I feel like I'm watching Gordon Ramsay like cook a meal. Oh my so God. he'll put a frying pan down, he'll put a stick of butter in there, and like the camera's like right on the pan, so you see like the butter- slide across the pan as it melts and then out of nowhere he just throws someone's liver into the pan so are you just are you just comparing gordon ramsay to hannibal right now uh as far as cooking yes <laughs> okay but he just throws <laughs> someone's kidney in the frying pan he flips it over your pan sears it with some carrots and shit on the side i'm just like man he takes this guy's leg like his whole leg from his shin down 
and he cuts off the dude's ankle and he cuts the leg into pieces and he tell you know how you take like bacon and you wrap it around the meat and you like tie it yeah so like bacon wrapped figs yes yeah Yeah. bacon wrapped legs so he he takes three of them he puts them in a frying pan pan sears them or whatever with some white wine beautiful white wine then he takes the other pieces of leg wraps them in whatever he wraps them in. he cuts up like bacon um like carrots celery and all this shit he puts it into he puts it into it like a like a pan and uh-huh. he roasts it in the oven. Now, was it bacon or was know. it pancetta? Couldn't tell you. Oh my god. I'm done. But yeah, man, it's <laughs> fucking crazy. Like he eats these snails that he 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 feeds people to them. Escargot? Yeah, like the snails live and eat off of dead bodies and it helps them grow and That's yeah. fucked up. Because he's like, yeah, he's like what your food eats is what dictates how good the meat is. Right. That's that. That is supposedly true. When like, there's corn-fed, you know, animals versus grain-fed, you can taste the difference. Or grass-fed, um, but I don't know. Yeah, it's. I don't bad, know about man. people. <laughs> yeah, we were talking about the, like he he takes this guy's femur, he removes the bone and he opens it, and then he puts a whole bunch of vegetables in it. He rubs it down with like olive oil and seasons it, <laughs> and he he takes this gigantic like leaf and he wraps the meat in that, and then he encases it in clay and he bakes it. And then he serves that guy, like the leg that he took, the guy's leg that was, he fucking fed him his own leg. He fed him both his legs and he cooked them both differently. And the guy <laughs> ate it. I mean, he really didn't have a choice. Mm. Hannibal was also a doctor. So he has this guy like hooked up to IVs and shit. And he's like tied to the table. He's tied to the chair and he's just forcing him to wow. eat himself. That's nuts. Yeah. It's a great show though. It's I'll great. watch it at some point. Maybe I'll Lawrence watch it. Fishburne's in it. Is he really? Yeah, he plays uh, Jack some... Crawford, wow. head of behavioral science unit at the FBI. Ooh. Yeah. Big wig. <laughs> yeah. Pretty good as a... Uh... There's... So I remember watching... I can't remember which one it is, where um, Julianne Moore plays Clarice, because originally it was... Uh, what's her name? I don't know. Oh, oh, uh, Jodie Foster. Jodie Foster, yeah, yeah. yeah. So... Whichever one this is, I think it's Hannibal Rising. Um, there's a lot of characters from that and Red Dragon. Red Dragon has Edward Norton, where he plays uh he plays Will Graham. Will Graham is like our uh protagonist. So he's like the other side of the coin that is Hannibal. Mm-hmm. Um so Edward Norton plays him and um Ray Fiennes plays uh Francis Dollarhide, the Red Dragon. Nice. He's not in the show yet. Oh, you know what's crazy? The guy that plays uh Thorn Oakenshield from Hobbit. Yeah. He plays Francis Dollarhide in the in the show. Oh wow. Red Dragon, yeah. But I remember watching those movies as a kid and I remembered I remembered the names and um it's so cool because like the show, it takes their time with the characters and they it slowly introduces people throughout three seasons. Mm-hmm. And it was cool going back to IMDB and then looking at like the movie cast and right. the show cast. I'm, oh, this is this person and blah blah blah. But yeah, highly recommend it. Three seasons, I think there are thirteen episodes a season, so twenty nine ep- or thirty nine episodes. And you Check watch two seasons in a week. Yeah, I oh my god, because dude, the way season two starts. So season two <laughs> starts at the end. So it starts with this giant fight, and then it cuts to twelve weeks earlier. And then the rest of the season is those 12 weeks. And then the season finale, it picks up where the season began. And it was really cool because shit hit the fan when it starts. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait to get, I can't wait to get there. But yeah, 
Good. Good. Yeah. I've not been watching anything. I've been prepping for a shoot coming up, so. Oh, wow. Fancy. Yeah. We've got a film that we're shooting August 1st. We do? Yes. This is news to me. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> fake news. <laughs> it's fake news, Chance. Yeah, so I haven't watched anything, but I don't know. I really wanted to get back into Sherlock because I love that show. I think I started season one of that. That's got my... Have you ever seen it? I saw the first few episodes. I Sherlock didn't get very far. has my favorite episode of any show if that makes any sense like i could watch that episode again and again and again and never get tired of it because it's so fucking creative um but it's not my favorite show but yeah hopefully i'll watch that or, or, or i you know i really want to i do want to try something new i've just got so much stuff like i want to watch the defending jacob show but it's just no time not enough time not that's why time. I appreciate it sucks that there's only three seasons, but it was very easy to get. Like, I'm not done with season three yet. I got you'll finish that four today. More episodes. I'll finish it by tomorrow for sure. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's good. Good. There's a few things I got to get caught up on. I got to watch the uh, Umbrella Academy. Oh, yeah. I got to watch it, too. Because season two of that's supposed to drop next month. Oh, shit. Really? Um, Maybe we should just review the whole season. Just do a season review. Maybe. Maybe. Would anybody care? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> well, join us next week when we review Young Frankenstein. Mm, Mel Brooks. Yeah, we're throwing it back old school. That is like, that's probably my favorite comedy movie of all time. Young Frankenstein. Chance never seen it. Yeah, I love Mel Brooks, though. So good. Um, Gene Wilder. I mean, Peter Boyle. I mean, some just great cast, so. Spaceballs, the producers. The producers is actually my favorite musical. Is it really? Yeah, I love that. Wow, <laughs> you haven't seen a lot of musicals then. No. Fuck off. <laughs> no, um, but again, that's the show. Springtime for Hitler. Springtime for Hitler. <laughs> Will Ferrell's great. Yeah, in, uh, the remake. In the remake, yeah. The Siegfried Oaf. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's the fucking show, guys. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll catch you next week. Um. Again, check us out everywhere on our social media. Yeah, give us a give us a like, subscribe, share, please. Yeah, share us, yeah. share us around, pass us around like you know, like you would pass around. I don't know. What do you pass around, Chance? Human I don't rights. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pass us around like you pass around human rights. I'm gonna take a page out of Spike Lee's book and be very heavy-handed with my <laughs> right. themes. Be nice to each other. Yeah. I actually have a T-shirt that says "Be nice." Oh, do it's you? just a plain white tee, and it says "Be nice." I'll buy that from you. Nah, I haven't worn it yet. What so. about your jacket? Oh my god. <laughs> you and this jacket. Maybe maybe, we, maybe we'll auction it off to our listeners. Uh, if I don't fucking get that jacket, I'll kill you. Alright guys, that's the show. Take it easy. <laughs> Adios. Bye bye. <laughs>